Hello. Welcome <laughs> to our now titled podcast. <laughs> um, I'm worried that we're going to be like Green Day and they like hate their their band name like all these years later. <laughs> I think but, I'm just owning it. I whatever. love it. We're, in, we're into it. Shout out Aaron's boyfriend, Charles, for, for thinking it up. Yeah. So do you want to do the honors? Welcome to Dawson's Critique. We're here. We're here. <laughs> I'm Erin Hensley. I'm Julia Callahan. Um, and we are now on to episode three yeah. of season one of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And this guy is called Kiss. Mm-hmm. It originally aired February 7th, 1998. It was written by, are you ready, Erin? I know. I, I'm are excited. you so ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was written by Rob Thomas. I know. Not Matchbox 20 Rob Thomas. <laughs> The other more the, prolific one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Rob Thomas, who created Veronica Mars, right. Party Down. Right. I mean, Veronica Mars, as you know, is one of my favorite yeah, shows yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I know you love Party Down. Oh, I mean, I love it, too. So but, <laughs> good. <laughs> but yeah. That's another one that I could watch, like, uh, from start to finish, like, over and over. Yeah. Same. <laughs> same. Um, this was directed by Michael Toshiyuki Uno. Yeah. Okay. And I, I told Aaron I forgot to bring the, the DVD descriptions. <laughs> so we're going to go with IMDb descriptions and see if this like it at all sounds like what we fucking watched. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Yes. This is from IMDb. The class movie hits some trouble, giving Dawson an advantage. Joey falls in love with a visitor to the town. Mm, that's Loves a, a strong word. <laughs> that's a Loves a strong word. Loves a strong, real strong <laughs> Pacey's school achievements and his relationship with Tamara intensify. Dawson brings his feelings about Jen out into the open. Okay, so a. I'm going to make a correction. From here on out, it is not Tamara. Is Ms. Jacobs. Yeah. Like, don't get it twisted. They're like, oh, when there's sexy time, it's Tamara. No. She is his fucking teacher, Miss Jacobs. She is his fucking teacher. Uh, She's at least 20 years older than him. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I... No. We just have to draw the line. Yeah. We... Last well, last the, week, last episode, and I, I have some history tidbits and stuff, but we just, like, <laughs> like we can just get in front of this. That, yeah. like, the last episode, we were kind of, like... We're we, rooting for that. And we get that the show wants us to, like, want them to yeah. get together, and we feel it a little bit, and, like... We are, we were wrong. (laughs) No, I just want to say now, so I want to ask you, how many times from start to finish, like, do you think you've seen Dawson's Creek? Because I think for me, like, I watched it when it first aired. And then in college, we, like, taped it off, like, TNT. You, like, stayed up all night doing it. I used to wake up at five o'clock in the morning. They would air four episodes. They would air four episodes, but they aired on Eastern Standard Time. And we have always been Pacific (laughs) Standard Time people or whatever time. Pacific time, uh-huh. <laughs> standard or otherwise. <laughs> and um, and I would wake up at 5 a.m., walk downstairs to our TV, put in a VHS yeah. tape, a blank yeah. VHS tape, and tape them and fall asleep on the couch for yeah. a few hours. Yeah. Um, so we had our bootleg. Um, yeah. 
series yeah. <laughs> on VHS. On VHS. So it's, I think in college we watched it start to finish two times. At least twice, yeah. Yeah. And then um, I'm pretty sure like six or seven years ago I watched it with my best friend uh, start to finish. Yeah. So this is probably my fifth time. Yeah. So I do want to let everyone know that I thought about it because I was like, why did I say I was rooting for this predator? <laughs> like I couldn't sleep all week. I was like, oh my God. And first of all, I think like, I, this is the first time watching it week to week, like revisiting it. When yeah. you binge it, it's such a different experience because yeah. you can just power through some real problems. But this time you're like, oh, you like have to sit with it week to week. And it's really, really hard. Yeah. And also I realized I think Pacey is my number two favorite character on television of all time. Oh, who's yeah. number one? Oh, my God. Yeah. You don't know? I mean, I, I can guess, but tell the people. Why don't you guess? It's either Ray Ann Graff. No. No. Or Tim Riggins. Tim Riggins. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Riggins. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Because like Tim Riggins yeah. is my number That's two. That's from and, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Just like if you don't know. <laughs> he's my number two and three combined. Like, yeah. Because he's like so pacey. And then number three, Jordan Catalano. Jordan oh, Catalano. They're yeah. like, he yeah. is both of them. Yeah. Oh, he's such a good character. He is. But that. That's for another podcast. Yeah. Um, So I have like, I know in me because I love PC, like the character so much that I just want what he wants. Yes. So I think that's why I was like, I'm rooting for it because he wants it so bad. But. Ugh, I'm not anymore. Yeah. I and came I also to reason. <laughs> you came to Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I wasn't rooting for her. And I was just like, no. oh, I'm rooting for a monster. Like, oh, God. But OK. Well, and I also think like the show so deeply wants us to be rooting for yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I, I really think that like in episode two, because all you're really seeing is a kiss. Yeah. And it's an inappropriate kiss. So I mean, did, <laughs> get me, don't way. get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Both of the kisses that they have in episode one and episode two are not appropriate yeah. at all. But like the fact that, that they keep evolving their relationship and that and, and Pacey is it. so vulnerable. Yeah, Pacey and and I agree with you. Like I'm with Pacey the whole way. Yeah. Pacey is so vulnerable that I I do feel like that's where our conversation came from. Right. I don't. I mean, like. Please, like, you're welcome to to give to give us as much hate as you want about it, but like, um, but like, but the, you know, I, I think watching these episodes and watching and and we're gonna dig in, but like watching this evolve through um this episode, I'm sorry, episode three. Mm-hmm. It was just, I was, I felt the same way. Like the second yeah. episode three started, I was like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot we're, believe we're, it. We're back into this. We're back into this. Okay, so, wait. But uh-huh. so as we're in like our little corrections area, mm-hmm. area okay. I'm, okay. I'm a My Favorite Murder fan, so I'm not going to say corrections corner, but that's basically what it is. Okay. Um, I, I said two things wrong. Um, in, I can't remember if it was the episode two or episode one, Okay, but number one, I said that the person who Mary Kay Letourneau slept with uh-huh. was Felipe Alou. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to apologize that Felipe Alou was the manager of the San Francisco Giants, Oh, okay, <laughs> which is my baseball team. Yeah, yeah. So I've probably close. screamed yeah, yeah. his name many times <laughs> in anger. Um, the, the kid, um, who was sleeping with and then married to for yeah. a while, Mary Kay Molested Letourneau. By his teacher. Yes, molested 
Texas bias teacher, thank you, was Vili Fualau. Okay. So I, I'm sorry I got those names confused. Right. Uh, it was off the top of my head. Right. Um, right. And I'm sorry to Felipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't deserve that. <laughs> Neither of these men do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when we were talking about video cameras and okay. like, and like whether or not our high school friends, you know, filmed stuff with our high school friends right. or whatever, I said no. And then I had like a, like a recovered memory at some point. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. What are you? You lied to these people. You lied to Aaron. Um, and I was like, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year, uh-huh. I was friends with a group of girls who you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And we <laughs> one day filmed one of the musical numbers from Newsies. Oh my, wait, what? Like either the like, that's my cigar, oh, you'll steal I, another. That one, or it was... I wouldn't know. Um, all the King, head, yeah, I'm sorry. This is from wait, my, you my, did like the whole dance and everything? Yeah, it was either that one or the one that's at the beginning <laughs> of Newsies or King it. of New York. Oh my God. <laughs> for those who know Newsies, it was one of those two numbers and I, I for the life who of me, cannot remember. Becca definitely has that video oh somewhere or Becca's mom. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that the reason that I did not remember it is because that whole day uh-huh. we were drinking Budweiser's uh-huh. and um, shooting the cans off of Shauna's fence with a BB gun. <laughs> it's like 1950. <laughs> like, and then I just like, I really hope everyone understands that like you all might know Santa Cruz, California as this like sleepy, cozy surfer beach town. No. And like, that's what the children who grew up in Santa Cruz were doing. Yeah. Drinking Budweiser and shooting cans off of a fence with a BB gun. It's like not a hippy dippy place. No, I can agree with that. When I moved there as a young 18 year old, like what? Wait, what? <laughs> yes. So I just, I thought that was a funny story and I was like, I've, you know, I need to, I need to offer my corrections about. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for that. For that jam. Wait, because we have a new, a title, we yeah. actually have a title. I just want to tell everyone that we also have now social media handles yeah, and we have an email address. Yes. So you can tell us how horrible we are for saying what we Be said positive. about Tamara. <laughs> You can do that. You can can do that. that. Yeah. Um, We're Dawson's critique at Mm gmail.com. And um, the handles are both at Dawson's critique for Twitter uh, Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I said this episode aired on February 7th. Mm -hmm. Little history. Mm -hmm. This was the opening day of the Nagano Olympics. The Winter Olympics in 1998. The Nagano Olympics. This was the first year there was a snowboarding. Yeah competition yeah that was a big deal it was a big deal well, to californians yeah exactly. <laughs> i'm guessing colorado was excited sure, about it too sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and um and then this was the year that tara lipinski uh beat michelle kwan right. for the gold right yeah, yeah, yeah um and also shout out to surya bonali who if you're figure skating wasn't she ballsy fan. She did backflips and landed on one foot, which was illegal and got her disqualified. But she was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. She was like, I know I'm not going to get a medal. So in your face. You guys can eat it. Yeah. Yeah. And she was amazing. And I love because I watched that on TV. All the commentary, like the newscaster was like. (gasps) Yeah. What's that guy's name who does the stuff? 
What is it, Matt Lauer? Scott something. Oh, oh, I don't know. He's oh, like Scott the, Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. He's like the figure skating yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I love, I like, I'm one of those people that like every four years I know everything there is to know about figure skating. <laughs> <laughs> have no idea when else it's on. So, um, but I definitely remember that like vividly. Yeah. Vividly. Well, Michelle Kwan, um, she trained in like Arrowhead. Oh. Yeah. Near you. Yeah. Kind of. No, yeah. that's where we would go to the snow in the mountains growing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I always thought that we had, my grandma had a timeshare there, but it turns out we just always stayed in the same condo. (laughs) My mom was like, no, we just always went to that same spot. Okay. My parents are not, my my parents do not like cold weather, so we never went to the snow. Really? I didn't, I I didn't even ice skate for the first time until I lived in London that year when I was 19. Wild. Yeah, I, I didn't. My mother hates being cold. My dad is disabled, so he can't, you know, if like he's around ice, like it's a real nightmare scenario. So it's like, yeah. I'm just remembering the time my mom told me that cartoon slipped in Yosemite. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Please. <laughs> Okay, so okay. we open, open, like always almost, in Dawson's room with them yeah. watching a movie. And they're watching um, From Here to Eternity. Right. 1953, that right. movie came out. I had to look it up. I mean, I'd heard that movie, but I was like, what is that movie about? Yeah, and I knew it's what's funny, of course, this is a very Los Angeles thing, is that you're like, they're in Malibu. That's Malibu. They're <laughs> making out on that beach. <laughs> and it's definitely supposed to be like Japan or something. It's Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> or Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's right before Pearl Harbor happened. Yes, right. Okay, so they're watching from here to eternity. Dawson's like he's like talking about his potential first kiss with Jen. Yeah, and like totally making it, writing the script in his head. Right, which Joey is like not having she one has second no of time for. Her. She really <laughs> She's like, really like she's like you haven't kissed that girl yet. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> it's yeah. so great. And she kind of does slut shame Jen, but she that's yeah. her thing, I guess. Yeah, Joey's got some moments, particularly yeah. in this first season, of the slut shaminess. Yeah. I feel like she has a hard time being friends with women, right. I think, or girls. And like, I think that's this is how it sort of manifests itself, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm sure it's just, you know, jealousy. Not, sure. It's jealousy, but also like, you know, she's at the age where she's coming into her own body and her own yeah. sexuality, so she doesn't really know how to handle it. And totally. It's like, Almost like her just saying what she probably feels about herself. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Ultimately. (laughs) Yeah. I I do want to say, too, in the background, the posters in Dawson's room sort Uh of like change. He's got like a misery poster. Oh, And he's got a hook poster. Yeah, I saw the hook one. Yeah. And I was like, was that there? No. Is that a Spielberg production? Yeah, it is. That's what I thought. So then that's why I was like, maybe that was there. No, it was, I think it's in the spot where the color purple was. Oh, so um, they just moved it. I guess. <laughs> I, I love that. Maybe they couldn't get the rights to all the posters like <laughs> again <laughs> or something. I don't know. But it does change up a bit. Yeah. So Joey's just like, you're you're crazy. <laughs> like you're writing this whole thing. Like romance is kind of pointless, yeah. you know? And Dawson's like, you're too cynical. Right. Which is funny because that's like their bond, you know? <laughs> like, and like to go off my theory that I made up about this show being uh-huh. the first millennial show. Okay. I think like, like we said earlier, we're technically the same age as these characters. Yeah. Right. You and I are the exact yeah. same age as them. Yeah. And we often get referred to as this like micro generation. Right. 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 Because we like, grew up without the technology, but grew up 
sort of alongside it. Right. And also we had our whole childhood before 9-11. And our whole childhood was before 9-11. So so just so the audience knows our Aaron and I moved into went the dorms. To, moved into the dorms three weeks after 9-11. No, three days. Oh, sorry, three days. Three days. <laughs> College started for us right after 9-11. Yeah. I think that he sort of is the more hopeful millennial, like, you know, the non-cynical Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. Like, she kind of has the cynical Gen Xness about her. Hmm. And then he kind of has the, like, hopeful millennial about him. Right. That's where I sort well, of I'm think the gonna, divide is. I'll let you develop this because yeah. I don't like making generalizations about okay. I just um, I, I generations. I hate that. <laughs> I mean, except for boomers. Yeah, let's blame everything on the boomers. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Um, not really. So, okay, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep at this. But yeah. I had that. I had that thought okay. that they sort of because they're a part of this like intergenerational right. generation right, right, right. Mm-hmm. that like they kind of both embody different parts of it. Mm-hmm. So then Joey goes to leave, and while Dawson's still being like all precious she's like clap that one out for tinkerbell (laughs) just like you're living in a dream world i don't know that that one made me laugh (laughs) it's like good one the one that made me laugh was when he goes um you know you could be deborah carr and she goes "Mm, sand in my crotch heaven and i was just like listen i grew up at the beach joey is 100 percent right in this that's all i'm gonna say about it but joey is 100 percent right oh oh and i want to say joey says to dawson that he he used to be bitter and cynical too mm-hmm. and then she says you were far more interesting and he says but now i choose magic and i like i had never really thought about that line before that in, that exchange before mm-hmm. but like i didn't get the impression that dawson has changed at all mm. you know that they were bitter and cynical together mm-hmm. and that like jen came and now he's all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed mm-hmm. like that doesn't actually ring as true to me oh really yeah huh. does it ring true to you yeah okay he's like totally making up this whole thing that he could have with her and like he's running away in his head sure but like he's a, he's a fan of spielberg movies i mean those are you know yeah but he's totally put movies. jen on a pedestal and yeah. he's like i mean he definitely does that yeah you know living in this world that yeah doesn't isn't reality yeah yeah i just wonder if he i don't know there's a part of me that's like didn't he live in that world before jen but i don't know it rang a little false to me, hmm. but but I, maybe that's just yeah. me. So then we get to school. Yeah. I really hate the song that's playing. And it's like one of the lines that like you can hear very clearly is just E always equals MC squared. And I like, <laughs> well, of, school. I understand Science. that, but like, my God, be a little less on the nose about this, please. Jesus. Oh, man. And I, like, I, I notice it every time huh. I watch this episode. So anyway. they're in the film class. Yeah. And, and they're like sitting around discussing the script. And the and, problems in the And script. Millie's back, the video store girl. Yeah, Millie and, Olsen. Um, also, Cliff is in the class. Yeah, Scott Foley. Yeah. And so they're like discussing, and did you see there's a student of color? Oh my God, there's a, is it, are they black? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she has a speaking line too. I was like, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. I, I have done that, like, Nellie Olsen is being an asshole to everyone about the fact that, like, 
they can't get the like the hook of this script. Right. You know, that they need they need an act three, basically. Right. They need a climax. Right. Um and don't we all? And um I mean it's like literally a case of too many writers in the room, you know. Everyone's like 100%. sitting around like hundred percent. What about this? We'll kill someone, we'll do this, we'll do that, you know. A hundred percent. And Dawson who's supposed to be quiet because he's not really supposed to be in the class. Right. He's sitting there just like uh, fuming, sighing, like his yeah. face. I was like, you're so entitled. Like, <laughs> gosh. And like, he, of course, blurts out exactly what he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Does and he do it right at that moment? I think so. He yeah. was like, you need you need um, a, a motivation. You need a reason. You need right. you need something, you know. And Nellie's she's pissed. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. The thing is, like, I agree that she's supposed to seem rude. But like something about her, I'm like, she's right. She's absolutely right to be annoyed by this. Yeah. The problem is, is that Dawson is also right. Right. His assessment of yeah. like what the script needs is yeah, a yeah, correct yeah. assessment. Yeah. And so it's tough because you're like, I mean, he's not wrong, but mm-hmm. he's also supposed to be quiet. Yeah. It's like, come on, come man, on stop bro. taking up too much room. Yeah. Oh, man. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut over to Pacey. And he walks into Miss Jacobs' classroom because mm-hmm. he didn't get his test back. Right. And he asks very provocatively if it means that she needs to see him after class. Yeah. And she flirts back. She does. She does flirt back. The classroom setting of it makes it so, I don't want to say so much worse because it's just terrible all around. Yeah. But like. So did you in your high school know anyone who was having an inappropriate relationship with a teacher? No. I had, there was, in middle school, there were two teachers that were definitely sleeping together right that we all knew about but that's there's nothing wrong with that and they were both married to some, to other people oh. <laughs> so i mean whatever do you if yeah. that's the agreement that they have or mm-hmm. whatever you know not my space yeah but um there was like a rumor about a pe teacher maybe being right. a little bit inappropriate yeah I, remember I don't know he was never inappropriate with me and that doesn't mean absolutely yeah. anything but like we I, had a PE teacher in um our first section of PE in freshman year was uh-huh. swimming and um I remember we were like stretching on the you know side of the pool uh-huh. and he like comes out the camera to take photos and, uh. and we're like what and he's Whoa. like it's for back to school night no no and we're like no i remember like um a bunch of the girls in my class we all were like nope and we just stood up and we're like nope and i told my mom i was like Mm-mm. that's crazy that make any sense no so pacey has failed a quiz on ethan from um <laughs> which like oh i know i would have too yeah boring I'm so, I'm so sorry and to- it's revealed like the teachers are talking about his his grades and how he's failing all of his classes. Right. And this is the first sort of inkling we get about where Pacey sits. Yeah. In the yeah. in the sort of school and in the yeah, world. He's the character we know the least about of this. Yeah, time. absolutely. We yeah. we sort of have our suspicions that Jen might have some history mm-hmm. to her. We know Joey's yeah. dad is in prison and her and mom we've seen died. all of these characters, home lives, but um Pacey. But Pacey. So this is the sort of first inkling we get that maybe Pacey is not so great at school. Mm-hmm. And he sort of argues that, like, he tries to not be great at school. Right. Which I find interesting. But even at the time, I totally read it as lack of parental involvement. 
<laughs> I feel like I is that, is didn't. Is my wasp showing? <laughs> yeah, your yeah, wasp is showing. So, so Paisley says that she should get be a private tutor. Yeah, his private tutor, and the like. I cannot emphasize enough how flirty these I two know. are. Being. It's like it's no question. Like it. it it's so obvious. And then she tries to be all coy, like, stop. And you're like, oh, get out of here. Lady, you stop. <laughs> you stop immediately. No, no. And he says he needs a slave driver, I to which know. I was like, there's 9,000 things wrong with that. I know. I know. And then somebody <sighs> with a whip, maybe. And I was just like, I need to shower. <laughs> I feel like oh I need a shower after this line. And then her response to that is like, meet me at six. <laughs> because no one will be at school. Oh. What the fuck? Okay. Okay. Sorry. No. I'm going to take a sip of this can of oh wine just because like. Oh, my God. Whew, we so need to drink with that. Just right when it's like, I can't Too breathe. Much. Too much. We finally see the ice house. The ice house. Yeah, which is the Joey's family's restaurant. Yep. The, and, and there's that's a little... where it comes together. Like Bodhi was making the sauce. He's right. the chef at He's this restaurant. Chef. And like they run this really cute dockside restaurant. Yeah. it's If you have been to an oceanside touristy town, yeah, you they all have, have been there. Yeah. Shout out Riva Santa Cruz. <laughs> yeah, totally. Best, yeah. best clam chowder on the West Coast, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big... I'm, we're going to get emails about that. <laughs> That's a big claim. Yeah. <laughs> but so Dawson's, Dawson rides his bike. Up. I think I, I would I I really like that I, I noticed this time that I haven't noticed in a while is that there's like a little like fake boat that says SS Ice House on it kind of oh, in the cool. middle of the patio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cute. It's yeah. a real cute thing. So then so Bodie and Bessie and Joey are talking. Bessie's hair. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but yeah, like, <laughs> oh, poor girl. Yeah. The oh. 90s were not a great hair time. Oh, man. It looks like it's like spike. It looks like a spike top mullet, but it's, yeah, not. it's not. She has long hair, but like, whoo. It's a lot. I don't, I don't it's a know. Lot. And Bodie and Joey are calling Bessie fat. Yeah. But she's nine she's months. She's like, like eight I'm months pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Which is like a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Don't call women fat when they're I know. pregnant. Even if you're also, like, quote, just don't call them fat at all. Oh, well, but. I mean, who gives a shit if they're fat? It's, yeah, like, it's, it's just like, a descriptor. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. So so then Dawson and Pacey are sitting at the ice house and they're having a discussion. Right. And Dawson sort of drops it. If he he's going to PA for Helmets of Glory, which a reminder is the, the name of this football movie. From that, his high school. From his high school. Um, again, would 100% watch this. Movie. I know. I was like, I'm here for this. <laughs> like, and, um, Dawson says that he can get fully into Mr. Gold's film class, which mm-hmm. oh, I will remind you, he is not supposed to be in until he's at least a junior. Right. Right. Um, and has sort of wormed his way into, but he has to be a helpful PA. Right. And like kind of do everything. Yeah. By like the book. standard film world. Yeah, it is. That literally <laughs> is like the um, And then Joey comes up to serve them and calls. She takes a seat down. She sits down. Yeah. Yes. Which like as a former waitress, I just want to say. I, know. Like, I was like, that's yeah. the way family restaurants work. Also. Yeah. Also, Marie Callender's did not let me sit down yeah. at the table with you guys. No. <laughs> no. No. You no. still had to serve us. I did have to serve yeah. everyone in yeah. my section. Right. Yes. So at, at some point in their conversation, Joey calls Jen Wonderbra, which I just wanted to point out that I really fucking hate. Yeah. So. Especially since they've already like 
made note of Jen's breasts or Joey's breasts. In the first episode, she's like, I have breasts. And like in the second episode, Jen's like, you have nice breasts. I feel like there are times when it is very apparent that this show is being written by men. Right. Um, And these are some of those times. I will note when we start getting more women. Right. And I do think that there was like one or two women in the writer's room at Mm. this point. Um, I'm not, I haven't been able to find exact (laughs) numbers, but I know that there's at least one woman who writes a script for um, season one. Okay. There might be two. Okay. Anyway. This one was not. (laughs) And listen, Rob Thomas wrote one of the greatest female characters on television. Mm. And so, like, you know, credit where credit's due. But at the same time, like, oh, my God, guys. Women don't think about their boobs this much. I just want everyone to know that. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we just don't. So Dawson says he's got to shoot the end of his movie up at the ruins because it's beautiful and and a little bit romantic. And so he's like, maybe I'll kiss Jen. Yeah, he's setting up his cinematic first kiss. His cinematic first kiss. So I wanted to ask you, was there a like trespassing place that you guys went? So let's see. We did in Diamond Bar have, I think it was called Sycamore Canyon Park. Okay. And there was a creek there with like a storm drain. And that was like an area that as kids we would go and like kind of be naughty okay i'm trying to think in high school we were more of like the type that was like we're going up to skyline which was just like a a street in the hills where like just the way it was there was no houses right there okay and so it was like a really beautiful view yeah you know how you like name those ways skyline yeah yeah yeah. um so that was more and you would go there and there'd be other cars parked. Yeah. Like that classic like yeah. cruising in a car suburb. Totally. Yeah. We had a place called the Rispin Mansion, uh-huh. which is like it's in like a the part of Santa Cruz called Soquel or Capitola. It kind yeah. of was on the border. Okay. Um, it was like a, a wrecked mansion. Wild. Um, that we used to do a lot of drugs in. I mm-hmm. think people definitely had sex there. I did not. Right. Um <laughs> it was it was like not clean. <laughs> was like and it was full of broken glass um so and like like had graffiti everywhere and shit but we would like after school it was really close to my high school so we would like walk over there and smoke pot and sometimes drink or break shit and like i don't know do weird small town kid things so it wasn't a state it wasn't an estate though no i mean it was like fenced off like you had to climb a fence and like yeah yeah, do a whole thing Mm -hmm. um and every once in a while the capitol police would like come and you had to run um and then when you're when we were a little older when we had cars we would go up to there's a place in bonnie dune which is like in the mountains Mm -hmm. near santa cruz called moon rocks Mm -hmm. which you do have to like yeah you've been there which you do have to trespass through. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. You're, you're trespassing when you go there. Um, anyway, I hope you. I hope everyone that goes to Santa Cruz trespasses on both of those places because they're pretty. Yeah, Mount um, Rocks is really pretty. Yeah. So there um, was an abandoned house behind Marissa's house. Okay. And when we were in elementary school, we would hop the fence and break in there and have seances. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Be the crap light as a feather, stiff as a board. It was more via. <laughs> Now and then. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and I'll never one. forget there was like one time where like the sprinklers went on, but the way it sounds, you know, it's like this like hiss. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. We screamed and ran. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're like, that's it. That's it. We're dead. The spirit's here. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, crazy. It's yeah. like being in parcel tongue to you or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I still like shudder. Yeah, totally. That was so scary. Totally. 
Okay, so Dawson, um, we're at the ice house still, sorry. Mm -hmm. Dawson is picking up a fucking huge to-go order that I feel like we don't get an explanation for. He's a PA. Right, but like, I don't know. I feel like the timing was so off in this episode. I was Mm. trying to keep track of it. Mm. And I felt like he said he had to be a PA on the weekend. Mm -hmm. But this seemed like maybe, I guess maybe it's a Friday. And he was picking up food for everyone. Right. Pacey wants something that was going to... what's something sexy? Uh, and he says oysters. Okay, right. And I would like, as as Everyone we mentioned, that my dad, my dad is, is a local celebrity called Bill the Oysterman in Santa Cruz. And um, he's got an incredible logo. He does. You're welcome to look him up. He has a website yeah. and an Instagram, and yeah. he would love to talk to you. Yeah, um, <laughs> he would. <laughs> definitely would. Yeah. Oysters. Okay. So so there's like a thing that oysters yeah. are an aphrodisiac. Yeah, I yeah. want to tell you all that. First of all, that's bullshit. All right. Oysters are just good for you. They're healthy. Mm. It's like protein and all. Almost nothing else. Right. So it's just like, but, I mean, the are oyster there man. Any aphrodisiacs that aren't just like a placebo? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, maybe like wine. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah. yeah. And the right, like, I don't know, the right mood or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like another combination of events, not like what you eat or drink. No, it's not. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's why, that's the, my dad's theory on why it is just that it makes you feel good because it's good for you. Mm. Um, so as they're sitting at the ice yeah. house, yeah, this cutish, cutish boy. Do we yeah. think he's cute? Yeah. He's like a p- light Paul Red. A <laughs> light Paul Red. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad description. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, whatever. Sure. I mean, I'm so traumatized by Tamara. Or sorry, Miss Jacobs. Yeah. All I can think is like, how old is this guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems an appropriate age. I he, think he's an okay. appropriate age. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what are we supposed to think about this Man, boy. Like, no, uh, I think he's in high school. Okay, he's, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, um... And Joey, yeah. it's the first time we're really, like, she is transitioning into... Yeah, like, she gets kind of hit on, or, yeah. like, lo- checked out. And she checks him out. Yeah. And and sort of... She's, like, it's, like, a little hint of a, her sexual awakening. Totally. Yeah. And she's, like, I, you know, Dawson's, like, who is that? And she's, like, I don't know him. And He's just some kid face- off of mommy and daddy's yacht. Yeah. Yeah. And Dawson's face, he is a little, you see a little green. Yes. Yes. And yeah. I think, like, I think we'll dig into that sort of as the season goes on. But, yeah. like, the you do see that this is not totally one-sided. Joey's, like, Joey's jealousy Right. Is somewhat reciprocated. Yeah. At, at times. I mean, they're still trying to figure out the dynamics of their relationship. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like I said, I, th- I actually think that's the what this whole show is, is right. these two people changing from childhood friends to adult. Yeah. You know, adults. Yeah. And trying to grow within a relationship yeah. like anyone does. Yeah. Um, then Pacey teases her about this guy and she calls him a butt plug. <laughs> I know. That like blindsided me. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Whoa. <laughs> I just was like, like her deep knowledge of like sex stuff, like sex toys. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like so weird kinky sex. It's and like in a wild, time when, I, in the time when the internet like didn't have that yeah. kind of information on it, in such. I mean, at this point, there's still dial up, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Ninety eight. Yeah. yeah. You're not like yeah. You're on AOL. Yeah, yeah. 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 Someone picks up the phone. You're getting booted. You're booted. Off of yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, she calls him a butt plug. Great. <laughs> I, I kind of want to start calling people that. But then he, 
Pacey kind of makes this comment where he's like, guys off yachts don't go for waitresses. Yeah. And I feel like this is one of the first times where we realize that like Pacey and Joey are in the same. Yeah. Or a similar boat. Yeah. Uh, class wise. Yeah. You know, and uh, and you and I are very interested in class, uh, yeah. especially on this show, because right. I think it is so um, right. unspoken, but so pr- prevalent. Right. And it's um, the class that exists within this show is so it is really unique to beach towns. Yes. Where there's the super rich and then the people that work for them. Yep. And yep. Um, that's it. And Joey and Pacey are the people that work for them. Right. Yeah, 100%. We're, like, interested that Pacey knows, it's almost like he, like, quote-unquote, knows his place. Yeah. Well, and I also think what's so interesting about this little section is that you see Pacey and Joey sort of... Do you realize they've been friends for the same amount of time as Dawson and Joey? Right. And they sort of have this bickery friendship Mm -hmm. where they kind of poke at each other. Right. In a way that I think Dawson and Pacey don't and Dawson and Joey don't. Right. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think I like want to keep our eyes on that because like I think that's really interesting how that relationship develops. Right. And their friendship. Because she kind of hates him because he's like a brother always picking on her. Yeah. But then they have these moments where you're like, dang, I like their friendship. Yeah, yeah. I do too. And and so, yeah, I want to keep an eye on them. So, yeah, then we we go over to the um, movie shoot that is Friday Night Lights before Friday Night Lights existed. Right, yeah. <laughs> they're like all in football uniforms. They're Dylan the High colors, yeah. yeah Clear eyes, like, full hearts. Can't lose. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen walks up to Dawson in a cheerleader uniform. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and, and Dawson's kind and of... In case it wasn't clear, neither of us were cheerleaders. Yeah, we're, yeah we were definitely <laughs> not cheerleaders. My mother, I think... My mom, it was her worst fear oh, really? that I would be a cheerleader. You right. know how my mom is. I know. Yeah. Your mom's so judgmental. I know. I'm sorry, mom. She's going to listen to this. <laughs> I know. I love Anne. <laughs> yeah. Anne is great, but um, but she definitely was, she, she was like, I did not care that you were sporty and you were always dirty and you were uh-huh. like, I had to go to the hospital a lot because I broke things and I, Whoa, yeah. you know, I broke my nose a few times uh-huh. and I broke fingers and toes all the time. Yeah. Sort of always had skin knees and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I think she she didn't care about that. She she that was fine. I think if if I had been a cheerleader, she really would not have known what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's nothing different. <laughs> your mom, your mom would have been much better at it. <laughs> yeah, That's, whatever. Yeah, shouldn't have cared. She'd yeah. have probably been annoyed that there was like another practice to like, take me to <laughs> totally. or something like that totally but, but anyway so um so cliff comes over and calls dawson david i loved it <laughs> i loved it <laughs> because it's like you don't think he's being mean no he just like honestly thinks he's that like, guy's name is david why would that guy's name be dawson it's <laughs> yeah. d david david <laughs> and like jen corrects him which you, is kind of cool i like it i liked it too and in this moment you know what i was thinking huh. i was like I love that the person from New York has the most milk toast name and everyone else has these wild ass names yeah. because in your head, like in my head, I'm sure. thinking it would be the reverse. Like you go to a small town and everyone's named like Jennifer, Jennifer. and Jessica <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, and David and yeah. Matthew or whatever. Yeah, totally. And then the person from New York would be named Apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not that way at all. No, I, it might be that way now. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I agree. I agree. That's cool. 
I said again, I don't understand the timing um, because Pacey is now back at school. So I guess it's Friday night. Right. Okay. I mean, I guess. I'm sorry. I was trying to figure out. I got a little hung up on this. I love it. I I wasn't (laughs) thinking about it at all. (laughs) Don't give a shit. And I was like, wait, when is this? What's happening? So Pacey's back at school in his like study session with Miss Jacobs. Right. He's sort of pretending to read Ethan from, which, like, man, I feel yeah. you. <laughs> For real. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> Sorry, Ethan yeah. from, but you're not that interesting. Yeah, and then no. she asks if Ethan has gone to the county fair yet. Uh-huh. Pacey answers yes, but there's not a, a yeah. county fair. It's a typical gotcha question. <laughs> 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 oh man teachers um, Gosh. and and i just but i i don't know like i don't know how to feel about this because i think i think she is trying with his grades like obviously they are yeah. inappropriate as fuck but like, no, it's like I they're think, trying to give her this moment where it's like no but she at the end of the day she's a teacher and, and she, she wants what's best for him she cares about his education right but and great great but, but like not this way yeah yeah and then Pacey takes this opportunity to ask uh, Miss Jacobs what she was in high school. Yeah. So they're like kind of getting to know each other. Yeah. What were you in high school, Aaron? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like, I don't think I was the princess, but I think I was a little bit that. Yeah. I was a little bit of like a freak because like. You hung out with the punk kids. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always been the type to just kind of do my own thing. Yeah. Um, like and be confident. Even, I mean, in high school, who's confident in who they are? But, like, just in confident in, like, my own thing. Yeah. So that kind of makes you a little bit of a freak. I mean, I, I wasn't a jock. I didn't play any sports. Yeah. I don't like doing things I'm not good at. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's nope, not for me. Not <laughs> So. Yeah. But I think I was in the in the middle of um, Ali Sheedy and Molly Ringwald. <laughs> okay. If we're going breakfast club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? I was a band geek. Yeah. I was, uh, I play the trumpet. Right. Um, and I was in a band. And then I learned how to play bass for a punk band as much as one needs to know how yeah. to play the bass to be <laughs> in, in a, a punk, punk band, band. <laughs> which is not much. Yeah. Um, and so I hung out with the punk kids. Um, so, so, ta- or sorry, Miss Jacobs mm-hmm. um, says she was the captain of the dance team yeah. and the class treasurer. Yeah. And she was good at school. And she was good at school. And then she tells Pacey that she dated a center fielder in high school. Yeah. Which is that football? It's baseball. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, he asks if she would have dated him. Ugh. Ugh. I couldn't. It was gross. <laughs> and she says no. Probably. Yeah. She's like, no. And you're like, finally. Boundaries. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> then in that moment of reprieve, she goes, but things are different now. Yeah. Oh! So no boundaries. No. <laughs> Immediately oh, no boundaries. Oh my gosh. And then and then she sort of like is like you can't be saying stuff like this in school cuz we're not alone, you know. Yeah. There's still people around. Yeah. Um and she says I'm I'm smarter now. At least I was until a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm just like I mean, so you I, This is where I'm just like <sighs> I don't know. I get it. I get that, like, sometimes when you do something that you know is wrong, there's something, like, hot about that. Right. But, like, not this. Okay. (laughs) So say in a moment of weakness, like, you kiss a 15-year-old. Oh, God. What would you do? I would, I mean, self-immolate. I would, like, (laughs) I just, like, I don't, first of all, where does one, I mean, I get it that this is a high school, so you, there is an opportunity to meet a 15-year-old. I I have, I, 
I don't know a 15 year old, nor do I know anyone even close to that age, except for like maybe my youngest cousin. If you were a teacher and that happened, wouldn't you just immediately even go to another school? You're like, I'm done. I would like immediately stop teaching. Yeah, it's question who you are. <laughs> oh my gosh, your oh, boundaries God. are just... Because she, while she's wildly inappropriate, she is struggling with what is happening. She, yeah, she is. I mean, I think, you know, as hard as it is for me to see from her perspective, because... Because mm-hmm. um, I don't want to. And also because, like, I just, it's like, it's unfathomable to me yeah that you would like yeah Ugh, it's so gross because even watching it and we know that joshua jackson jackson the actor is, is like 18 at least yeah he is an age of consent yeah he still looks so young he looks like a little boy so it's like you don't know if you're supposed to say to yourself like well the actor is over 18 so it's fine you know Ugh. But he looks so young, especially since, like we said, you know, we're the age of Tamara or Ms. Jacob. We're supposed to be. Yeah. You know, around that age. Yeah, like yeah. she's probably, she might be a little bit older than us, but, you know, we're, we're pretty close to that. So Ms. Jacobs hands him these summary questions for Ethan Fromm. Right. And, and says, if Pacey answers them, maybe she'll give him some positive reinforcement. Like, let me go fucking dry heave for 10 Ugh. minutes. Oh, God. Okay. Let's get out of there. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I literally have written down shutter. Yeah, I had it, I had it written down in all caps. This is so fucking inappropriate. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. so we're back at the ice house. Yeah. I love the ice house. I love the ice house. I love it so much. I love being there. It's like, it's, yes, like you, I remember those spaces. Like, and it's like the working class peach pit. Yeah. Like from 90210. Yeah. It's like. And being like California people, like yeah. the, those beachside. It just is like a. It's such a vibe. It's such a vibe. I mean, I I feel like I know it so well. Yeah. You know. Like you feel the sun on your face and like the It feels homey. The grease on your fingers. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So Joey's working and she sort of like is taking out the trash, trash or something. Yeah. And, and she sees the rich guy. That, no, she hears a violin playing. Okay. Don't brush <laughs> over this. <laughs> She's like, He's, hmm, <laughs> is that a violin in the distance? <laughs> What is that? Let me walk towards that sound, that beautiful sound. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he is just sitting on the playing his violin boat. Like I, I was like, are they trying to be like he's rich violin? Like I, I that's the only thing that I can think. No, because I was, we were talking about this the other day. I was saying to someone like I live in Echo Park. And um, she was like, oh, is that where the 7-Eleven plays classical music? And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I hadn't really noticed. And my boyfriend was saying that some, they did this study and yeah. classical music makes homeless people feel uncomfortable because it is so associated with like higher class. Oh, my God. That homeless people feel uncomfortable um, panhandling. That is so fucked up. Yeah. And so a lot of 7-Elevens have taken and. When I go to the 7-Eleven, it's... They play classical music. Outside. They blare it. Yeah. Yeah. That is so fucked up. So I'm watching this scene through the prism of like just having this conversation (laughs) like that two weeks ago. I'm being like, ah, like, gosh. Listen, this is not the way that California should be handling the homeless crisis. Just like, not to get too into politics, but like, Jesus Christ. That's fucked. So (laughs) my note was that Katie Holmes looks amazing and they definitely know how to light her. Yeah. Like, she looks so 
good. Yeah. I love the way scene. they light all the women. They just like, they do. Like, they can angels. light people. Yeah. 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 So this boy that is playing violin on a boat um, is named Anderson Crawford. Mm-hmm. And um, they kind of quip at each other a little bit. Yeah. He and they Joey. have this banter. Yeah. It's like, it's something she's familiar with. Totally. Like it is reminiscent of the way she interacts with Dawson and Joe and, and Casey. Uh, Casey to a yeah. certain extent, you know? Yeah. She feels comfortable. Totally. And, and it's like, because she doesn't let people in, you can kind of see her being like, oh. I'm going to tell you that my this was my flirting go to for like from ages about 14 to mm, 33. Um, (laughs) Almost now. (laughs) I was like, when did I start going to therapy? (laughs) Um, Definitely. I felt Joey like on a deep level in this. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like that. She's like totally rolling her eyes. He even asked her like, what's her name? And she won't give it. Yeah, she won't give it. She won't really reveal anything. She's lying. But you're like. She's like, I'm a Pisces. I love guys with tattoos. Like <laughs> And Harley Davidson. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, wait, is she a Pisces? I wasn't reading I, that off her. <laughs> that, you know, I know nothing yeah. about this. Um, I'll talk about sports and you can talk yeah. about astrology. <laughs> so so he asked Joey what brings her to Cape Side. Mm-hmm. He thinks that she's a tourist. Yeah. And, and one of him. Yeah. Or one of him. So she definitely. And I think this is a really interesting thing about Joey's character is like she doesn't read working class mm-hmm. or can sort of code switch right into not working class mm-hmm. and i think that's something interesting about her that like right. we sort of see the a glimpse of here mm-hmm. that that she she actually doesn't read in the class that she is in right um and i wonder i wish we knew more about her parents like obviously her dad's so. in jail so we're to assume that you know she he's from a lower class but we don't know anything about her mom we just know she had cancer and died right so like and they own a restaurant right like they own a business and it's a pretty big restaurant on the water you know so you're kind of like yeah more about this yeah stick a pin in that so he's you know he sort of says his family is here because they're looking for a chair that paul revere (laughs) once which is like so new i'm sorry as a californian i'm like that is like i I do not understand i do not get it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i mean i get it they've okay but i mean like i understand who paul what it actual means but like it's like (laughs) what like parents are like hopping the sailboat we're gonna go furniture hunting yeah like, no, my parents did not we've got that. a lead on a paul revere <laughs> butt stain you know like what well so so joey sort of lies about herself when he asks yeah. her about her and she says they don't have a boat because they brought the chauffeur yeah and her mother hates to sail she burns easy yeah and it, for me I, it's moment like, i was like did her mom die of skin cancer <laughs> i don't think so yeah 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 i can't remember yeah i think it's really interesting that like she seems to know certain things about class and then like this seems so like i don't know does anyone say anything like this <laughs> i don't know in life we brought the chauffeur <laughs> <laughs> i mean like I don't, I don't know people that are that rich but like well, i don't even know what that means so so like just someone staying in a hotel with you that drives you around i guess so then anderson asked joey to come sailing with him well she says her name's deborah i mean yeah so yeah she's, she's like i'm deborah carr Son, <laughs> which is your favorite joke. I know. <laughs> Again, a well-placed pause. A well-placed pause <laughs> gets Aaron every time. I, know. I did giggle. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. 
<laughs> and then she calls him Gapad, which is like 100%. First of all, 100% what I would have called someone who looked like him in 2000, <laughs> in 1998. Really? Oh, yeah. And then um, also, like, I don't, does that the even Gap's work? The San Francisco company. Listen, I, that doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> like, preppy people wore Gap. Right. And it was like, I, I wore was, Gap, I, wore, sure. I wore work pants. Mm-hmm. I wore Dickies. My mom would let me wear Dickies. Yeah, I wore pants that I could buy for $15 at a, at a no my mom definitely was like no those are working pants (laughs) i was like i don't know what that means (laughs) my mom was like oh good we can go shopping while we also buy like the house stuff that i need to fix my house like at osh yeah my mom was Mm -hmm. like no clothes will we buy at osh or home depot (laughs) yeah no i definitely bought my pants at osh okay so then we have to go back to this like nightmare so we're in the classroom with miss jacobs and pacey she's quizzing him about ethan from and he he knows all the answers he he does yeah he does um and so you kind of get the idea that like yeah it's working he's smart yeah i think that's what's so interesting is you figure out that he's failing but he's also smart yeah again it's like no one believes in him like going back to the way I feel about his family, yeah. I'm like, there's no one there giving a fuck about him. I mean, I think at the time, I don't know that I picked up on that, yeah. but I think now, I, yeah, that makes I it's definitely clear. remember feeling that way about him. Yeah, I, I just like, I feel like the show was so for me about Dawson and Joey for so uh-huh. long that I wasn't like, you know, I kind of knew, weren't invested. In, I was not that yeah. invested, mm-hmm. uh, at in least at this point. Yeah, so. exactly. As like even Jen, I was kind of like, eh. mm-hmm. so right. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe 1998 Julia just like wasn't that like great at reading things. Mm-hmm. But and also I think, you know, and you and I have talked about this is that like it was a time when sort of liberal, if you can even use the term woke for what we were back then Mm. but at the time that was when we were like i don't see color and (laughs) i don't see you know like so those conversations just weren't happening in the same way that they're Which is so now. wild At because when I my moved life. to Santa Cruz, I felt like it was super racist there. It is totally racist. And I, I you are you were 100 percent right then. You are 100 percent right now. Yeah. When you grow up immersed in it. Yeah. It is so different. Yeah. You know, 100 percent. I my family is white mm-hmm. and middle class, solidly mm-hmm. middle class. And so there were things that I was unaware of. 100 mm-hmm. percent own that. But like I talk a lot about how class wasn't discussed in Santa Cruz. in Santa Cruz mm-hmm. like I had a lot of friends who I, I didn't even know until I was in my mid-20s had grown up in government housing right. and and my mom and I have this conversation a lot of like is that better or worse right. and my thing is like you can't be sensitive to that if you don't acknowledge it I mean it's probably better for the kids that grow up in government housing but worse for someone like you that right. would benefit from knowing your privilege sure yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I feel like that's maybe where when Joey or Pacey's class sort of reads mm-hmm. in certain ways that I was unaware of it yeah. in the in the late 90s. Right. You know, and I think that's why it's just like I kind of hate on Dawson a lot because he's so privileged and he doesn't know it. Right. I think I could, you know, there's ways in which I relate to Dawson on a deep mm-hmm. level in totally. that in that sort of. Yeah. Scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like particularly woke in high school either or <laughs> no, whatever, no. you know, but, but at I least mean, there, was... there were like some more nuances that I was more familiar with. And there was some more diversity in the area. Oh, had. 100%. Yeah. 100%, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, okay, so Dawson is at, at Helmets of Glory yeah. being a PA, yeah. mocking a shitty script, right. which like to his credit it is shitty. Okay, so to his... everyone else's credit, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know. His script is shitty too, though. So I guess that's why I just don't care. I'm like, you're ripping off like all of these monster movies. Totally. And so why do you think you're so much better than them? (sighs) But again, going back to what you just said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then so like Nellie kind of gets in a, picks a fight with him about it. Yeah, she's pissed. She's pissed. Uh, And, you know, for good reason. She's like, you don't deserve to be here. Which is true. I pump my fist in the air. <laughs> like, go girl. Yeah. And and she sort of says, you know, I've been working on this movie for a really long time and yeah. you just like waltz in here and are making fun of it. And it's true. Yeah. And she's she's like, I played by the rules and this little punk kid is just yeah. coming in and trying to tell me what to do. Sure. You know, on the other hand, she's like, I am a producer. Like, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. God. You're like, okay, girl. But I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. I kind of like, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird because Nellie is so clearly like v- sort of villainous yeah. in in the like world of yeah, the show. Yeah, and I think at the time when you're watching it when we're kids, you're like, that girl is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> How but could she-, she say that to Dawson? He clearly knows what he's doing. <laughs> right. And she's then- right. Well, it's like they both can know what they're doing. No, I know. I like, know. why does it have to be binary? You know? No. <laughs> this is Hollywood, Aaron. <laughs> there are good people and evil people and nothing yeah. in between. Yeah. We only root for the white men. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, so then we cut back to the classroom of hell. Um, and Pacey is doing a good job on yeah. this quiz. Yeah. He sort of waltzes up to her and tries to kiss Miss Jacobs and yeah. tells her it's late and everyone's gone home. And then the part of the episode that I like, it kills me every time because it's so inappropriate. And Joshua Jackson is so goddamn good in it. He really is. I mean, he's so fucking good. So anyways. She's kind of like, yeah. would this be your first time? She says, you're right. No one's here. We should just do it. And like closes the door and closes the blinds and starts unbuttoning her shirt. And she says to him, strip, strip, take them off. And and then sort of goes, this isn't going to be your first time. Is it Pacey? And this is when Joshua Jackson just crushes this. He's like, wow. Because he looks face. His face falls immediately. He's so embarrassed and hurt. And you just see he's fifth. This kid is 15. He's a kid. kid. And he says very quietly, you know, it. you know, it is. And she sort of snaps out of it then. Yeah. Um, (sighs) Because you see it on her face, too. She's like, (gasps) yeah, whatever credit we want to give her, which is very little. (laughs) Like she does. She's actually 100 percent monster. Yeah. She 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 realizes that like this is, you know, that was very inappropriate. And that, like, if she continues on this path, she's going to be this really pivotal person. Well, and also just that, like, this is a kid. Like, yeah. this is this kid is 15 and, and maybe no he doesn't even know what he's committing to or like um, consenting to. Right. I feel like when you, you know, when you're at that stage, you've never had sex before. Yeah. Like the the like thought of it is so foreign yeah i know it's like, you can't really imagine how like it goes quantum physics you're just like, yeah like man, how is this gonna work yeah like you know you've seen it in a movie where they yeah. start kissing and then all of a sudden they're naked and they're done yeah but like and you've when, like learned the <laughs> mechanics and science and health class yeah really, you know but, but you're like how does that actually go i feel like that's what's read all over his face yeah. it's like that he's thinking of like okay oh i actually have to take my clothes off mm-hmm 
like and, and perform and and yeah do everything else that a dude needs to do and she and she will have him, to be his teacher yeah so then she says that it's wrong and this can't go further and she sort of does snap out of it and pacey says i'm a firm believer that sometimes it's right to do the wrong thing oh that I was know. a lot it was a lot I'm because so like on the one hand you're like everyone yeah. take a sip of wine yeah <laughs> he's right like he's right like sometimes you do the wrong thing and it and, and it is the right thing Sure, and so and but like usually not with um sex. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you don't fuck yeah. the wrong person. Like and uh, not with age of con- not with no, consent no, 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 stuff. No, totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's not really a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. And I or am any. sitting there like I don't want to empathize with her or see her motivation, but then I was like, I don't get it. Why is she risking this? Like, what is it? Honestly, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't have an answer for you. I mean, I guess because the show is for kids, we're only supposed to see it from his perspective. Yeah, and as an adult, it's very hard to see where she's coming from. Yeah, even if like what he put it in last episode of like she wants to feel young and she's like scared about getting older. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to imagine that that's how you get your youth. I mean, maybe we're just in a different world where you're like, just get some Botox, lady. Like, I don't know. Like, come on. Just well, like, and, pick up a Pilates for like, you and know. And just nothing makes membership. me feel older than f- hanging out with like a 21 year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I'm around people who are that much younger and they have so much energy and they're like, oh, it's 4 a.m. We're going to go to this place. Right. And I'm like, girl, I like I get up about an hour from right. 4 a.m. I know. Or just like a worldview. Just a difference. You know? No, totally. You know, it can make you feel like maybe exhilarated and alive in this other way, but like not sure. youthful. No. No. Ugh. Okay. So so Joey slash Deborah um meets <laughs> <laughs> meets Anderson to sail. Can I just say I love Cape Side. They this episode they do a lot of really cool like intro shots where there's like yeah. boats and the creek and whatever. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I want to live there. Wilmington, North Carolina is so cute. Like looks good on camera. Yeah. 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 Good job, Wilmington. Did you go on a boat in high school? Did you know people with boats? I don't remember. My dad owned a boat. Right. Right, right, right. Um, I don't remember people having boats in Santa Cruz. People did have boats in Santa Cruz in the Yacht Harbor. Um, right. I mean, yeah, my, I mean, my dad mm-hmm. owned a boat. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. I, I am very comfortable on a boat. Yeah, um, but that was up in Marin, right, in Tamales Bay, right. right, right. Um, because we had a family friend that had a boat, and yeah. we would take it to Catalina a lot. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. And like fish off the side. <laughs> So so Anderson invites Joey Deborah aboard the boat. And she has lipstick on. And she has lipstick on. And she says that she lives in Manhattan mm-hmm. and goes to Choate, which is, apparently is a boarding school. I know nothing about these things. I know. I like was like, how do you even spell that? But then I watched the subtitles. I'm like, okay. Okay. Choate. How does it spell? C-H-O-A-T-E. A-T-E. Okay. Yeah. And she says um, she likes boarding school because, quote, you could be stuck in a small town like this where nothing exciting ever happens. And I was like, girl, I hear that. Mm-hmm. Hear that. Yeah. Small towns when you're young are very boring. And then he kind of has the other point of view where yeah. it's like, it's probably really, it's horrible. It's sad and lonely. And you get taken away at 12. From your parents. And just a little note that Katie Holmes' Ohio accent comes out when she says she's a, I'm a woman of many talents. She's that A is like so Ohio. <laughs> I see you, girl. Toledo. I see you, Toledo. 
So they sail to this beach that's like the most East Coast beach. I don't know. I, I don't I, know about you. Okay. Anytime you see a beach with like grass with growing grass. on it. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm just like, <laughs> I never so saw it until I was an adult. Yeah. We have ice plant. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like this. I, I think it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful, but like it's foreign. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they throw this frisbee around. <laughs> okay. First of all. Yeah. No, no, no. They're talking about the Warren report. Wait, wait, wait. They're not, not yet. Hang okay, on. Okay. He, he asks if she has a boyfriend because I have notes about this. Oh, okay. He asks if she has a boyfriend and she says, what makes you say that? And he says she's very hands off. Uh-huh. Um, that's how she carries herself. It's interesting. He reads it like she has a boyfriend and not inexperienced. Right. I agree. But I also think she does carry herself as very standoffish. Yeah. Then we cut back. This is all like it cuts oh, around. Yeah, I forgot it sort of that, cuts part, around. that part happens first yeah. where they're like throwing the frisbee around. He's like, my dad's an investor. Yeah. And she's like, my dad's the CEO of a conglomerate. And <laughs> of a tampon conglomerate. And he's like, oh, really? Which one? And she's like, one of the nation's big selling tampons. And he's like, oh, like. <laughs> also, I love like, listen, men, there are literally two brands <laughs> know, of tampons. Like, <laughs> well, you, not even listen, men, listen joey like she should know that too like it's like like, the fact that he doesn't isn't like okay watch one of the two (laughs) (laughs) and she also says like like, you're either ob or tampax and she says like a conglomerate i was like well a producer of one product like (laughs) there's a lot of a lot happening here it's a lot so we cut back to helmets of glory Uh and the camera guy cannot get it together Oh, right. They're running backwards. They're running backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Nellie's a bitch about it. Yeah. And she really is. Yeah, she that is. P- yeah, yeah. Part. Sorry. And she, I don't really like calling women bitches, well, but she's she like kind s- of is. scolding the camera person who, again, is like a junior a kid. in high school. Like, yeah. why isn't the camera more steady? And you're, <laughs> you're like... He's running backwards. I know. This is probably the first time he's had a camera. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and like Dawson tries to give a tip and she's like, shut up. Yeah. Which like, uh, she's right too, but also whatever and then jen and dawson sort of chat by the payphones because it's 1998 and there are payphones <sighs> and dawson asks jen why she's here yeah and she tells him because she she knew he'd be there yeah and it's a little bit clear going back to your problems with the timeline Sorry. because at the end of the second episode yeah she, they kind of get together right she's right. he's like i want to be your boy adventure and she's like okay <laughs> okay yeah. But then we're here and they're still in this limbo. They're in a limbo. Like, it's one of those things where it's like they know they like each other, Uh but like they they haven't really like put definitions on it or like they haven't even kissed. Like they danced at the end of the last episode. And so I think like I think Jen's probably definitely wants to hang out with Tyson Mm -hmm. and knew he was going to be there. I mean, Tyson. God, (laughs) I keep saying that. I'm so sorry. Tyson's my boss. Oh, God. Um, That's I'm I'm taking that to my therapist. (laughs) So then she says he says sort of like if we finish this early, do you want to go shoot? For Magic Hour. For Magic Hour, the end of the movie. And she was like, of course. And I'd love the chance to work with a real director. And I was like, first of all, keep it in your pants, Jen. (laughs) Second of all, she knows how to hit Dawson's sweet spot. Yeah. Now is your time to shine, Erin. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) The timeline was off because I... Okay. Then they cut back to the private beach. And Anderson is like setting up in sand he's like and then here's where oswald was and then here's the knoll and we're like that's when i again was like how 
old <laughs> is this guy? Is this guy? <laughs> They're talking about the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, the Warren Commission. And you're like, and he read the whole Warren com- report. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. Okay, is this an old man? Like, is it like yeah. his pair? Uh, what what is happening no. here? And also, conspiracy theorist Jen Run or Joey Run 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 Run. run, 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 run. run, run, run He's run, a conspiracy run, theorist. Run, no, 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 he no. thinks the Warren report is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so Joey sort of threatens to frisbee his um yeah his Dallas sand. his sand model of Dallas. <laughs> clock tower the whole thing and he sort of tackles her and lies on top of her like in from here to eternity it's pretty much the same shot yeah um and he goes to kiss her and she sort of turns away Uh and goes look at the time i have to go right she tells him that she's had fun but she's not cinderella right she's like i have to be honest I'm not Cinderella. I was like, that's not honest. <laughs> yeah, like, no shit. But <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they, like, get up to go, basically. Yeah. And so... I like that yeah. he um, respects her boundaries. I do, too. I'm yeah. into respecting boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't w- push her. He yeah. wanted to kiss her. They were in the perfect position. And, like, yeah. it, it was a really romantic day that they had. Totally. And... You know, in in a different world, they they could have and they would have kissed. Yeah. But she's like, oh, I nope. got to go. Got to go. So then we go back to the school. And for some reason, Pacey is at the school on seemingly a Saturday. <laughs> I just want to say this is where my timeline in like, a wheelchair and and he wheels up in a wheelchair. <laughs> he wheels up in a wheelchair for God knows what reason. <laughs> what's that? He's like, hey, Dawson, what's up? What's up, Dawson? <laughs> and then he, since he wheels up in a wheelchair, Dawson's like, hey, I have an idea of how you can get this shot. Right. And basically sits in the wheelchair and has Pacey pull him. <laughs> like it's like a chariot. They build like yeah. a little. It's like a dolly. I mean, it's it's the same thing as like a dolly that you would actually use. Yeah. Um, in filming. And he gets this shot. And he sort of smirks at Jen, like, oh, yeah, See, I'm an I can expert. do it. I'm yeah. so good. And also, like, looks down at, at, at Nellie. Yeah. He's like, See, you should listen to me. Totally. So, so then Dawson and Jen go to the ice house mm-hmm. to get sandwiches before they go to the ruins to yeah. film. Yeah. And Joey is like there and super happy and is He's like, I'll nice put a rush on him. things. And okay, I want to say, Yeah. I had. The shirt she's wearing. <laughs> What's the what is it? Will you describe it to me? It's like a sleeveless collared button up. Okay. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Has like these kind of like squ- like colored square. Like it's like checkered and okay. in kind of darker pastel colors. Yeah. And I think I remember at the time being like, "Whoa, I have that shirt." And I <laughs> I was thinking about this because I didn't remember yeah. that moment until watching it again. I think that was one of the things about Dawson's Creek was that. They wore clothes that were accessible. Yeah. That people like, you know, you could get. Yeah. And this was before. Like, it, it was like that. They were the first influencers. Yeah. 902 and 0 wasn't like that. No. No. And other, you know, shows, it wasn't really like that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, a black shirt, black shirt. But, you right. know, just like this is like a pat. There's a pattern. Yeah. I clearly yeah. had that. I mean, I don't know where it was from, but. I was like, oh, my God, I totally remember rocking that shirt. I think I rocked that outfit. <laughs> totally. I probably rocked it the next day. Yeah, you, you definitely <laughs> February did. 10th or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Aaron was in that shirt. Yeah. And khaki shorts. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Oh, man. 
So, um, so Bessie's yelling at Joey for being late. Yeah. Or kind of like pissed that she's late. And yeah, Joey was like, doesn't care. I was just trying to have a moment of happiness in an otherwise pathetic existence. Yeah. And then she says, you can relate, can't you? <laughs> wow. Burn. Burn. <laughs> So then she sees Anderson coming into the ice house. Yeah. So she like, she, but she's working. Yeah. So she like goes she has, like, to her s- apron on. Yeah. Everything. So she like takes her apron off and sits next to Jen and Dawson, pretending yeah. she's not at work. Right. And he sort of comes up and like Dawson is the worst <laughs> at rolling with these punches. He, I feel like he's such a mean friend too. Like but I yeah. can't tell if he's supposed to be like a clueless boy. Well, that's what we're supposed it. to think. But like, but get with it. Like you can be clueless at a minute because Anderson says like. Oh, Deborah, what how are you? Yeah. What hey Deborah? And Dawson's like, Durr, yeah. who's Deborah? Yeah. And, and you're like, Jen's well, like, he's looking at Joey, so <laughs> clearly he Joey's Deborah. Deborah. Yeah. Like, this is clear. Like, what's going on here? And this is when Jen and Joey shine. Shine. Oh, they're Ugh. building their friendship. I listen, love it. I listen. Love, I know they're it. frenemies right now, yeah. but like we're gonna get I I hope to God we get through it. Yeah. Because like you see this little moment where they kind of have this exchange of looks. And also where Joey realizes like the she would benefit from a diversity of friendship. Having a female friend. Yeah. And Jen goes, she's just Deb to us. Yeah, it was so perfect. It's so good. She's yeah, so yeah. good at this. Yeah. <laughs> she's so good at lying to I people. know, yeah. <laughs> um, my, my, um, my note is, Jen fucking saves the day. Be friends already. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and then Anderson's like, oh, do you know Joey from New, or do you know Deborah from New York? Yeah. You know, and so Jen's sort of like. Yeah, we're just passing through. Yeah. Jen's from New York. She mm-hmm. knows things. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then like the food. And Dawson is still being like, what's happening? Obtuse. Like. Obtuse or, is what he's Like, oh my God. God. Dawson, get it together. So the food's up and her sister is like, Joey. Joey. Yeah. And then Dawson's up. like, the food's so good here, but the service. Uh, like, what an asshole. I know. <laughs> it's like he's realizing what's happening instead yeah. of just like helping his friend out. He's being a dick about it. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. There's also a dig at like her financial security. Sure. <laughs> um, and then um, then Dawson or Joey and Jen both kick him. I, I love that <laughs> I moment. Loved it. Like I'm, it. yeah. There's like, shut up. You're the yeah. worst. <laughs> and then Bodie saves Joey. She, he, like, he brings the sandwiches out and he takes Anderson's order and sort of saves. Yeah, like winkingly saves Joey. It's he so gets sweet. It. It's great because I think like he's such a good sort of father figure. Yeah, like for her. Yeah, and like cares. You can see how much he cares about her. Right. I and it's like interesting because like. You know, Graham sees it as like this interrelation or interracial relationship and, you know, they're not married and they're having a kid or whatever. Yeah. But you just see like this great dynamic and it's like good person. And you're just yeah. like, oh, God, I like, mean, this guy is like with her sister and they're about to have a baby and, and she's got like helping, an almost grown. He's helping yeah. parent his, you know, teenage. Be, yeah. Like sister in law kind of. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so sweet. It is. It's great. Yeah. I love it. We cut back to school where Pacey still is for God knows what reason. Mm -hmm. And he's like rolling through 
on that wheelchair through the hallway. Yeah. And he sees Miss Jacobs. Yeah. Who is also there on a Saturday for God knows what reason. People, it take your weekends. I know. It does not make sense. Yeah. So so she, Miss Jacobs and Mr. Gold are talking about the way Who's we were. the film teacher. Mr. Gold is the film teacher. Yeah. They're talking about the way we were. Like Streisand Redford, the way we were. Okay. You know, yeah, love yeah. and communism. Yeah. Um, and and then so she like And she's like kind of like being um a little flirty. Demonstrative with him and yeah. flirty. So is that her character? I, don't know. I, I can't get a grip on it. Yeah. But so then in the hallway, she sort of like is walking down the hallway uh-huh. and Pacey is like waiting for her in right. the hallway and is like confronts her and is jealous about Mr. Gold. Right. And says something says, I know what you do with your students, so I guess he's in for one heck of a ride. Ugh, and I was just like, asshole. this is the worst storyline. I hate every <laughs> second of it. It's so rude. Like, ugh. But I mean, he's a kid. But he's a teenager, so I'm, I am actually willing to give him a yes. slight bit more leeway. Yes, absolutely. 100%. That is still a shitty thing to say to someone. Yeah. She's asked, what, what do you want from me? And he says he just wants her. Yeah. Which, like... And the music... Is like it's supposed to be romantic. Yeah, they line. have like the the score is like it's all like romantic and sweet, and you're just like no, gross. no, gross. No. I'm so grossed out. So then we cut to the ruins, yeah, which we find out is this like old estate. This guy built for his wife who loved Greece but yeah. was sick, so she can't travel. Yeah, and it's, it's really beautiful. beautiful. It's gorgeous. There's like fountains that are like in abandoned state, still running, <laughs> like. <laughs> whatever yeah. don't don't apply logic <laughs> yeah to you know and they're like walking on this long like path that has like a arbor over it and so dawson sets up the shot for jen yeah he's like hanging curtains yeah. and like lighting candles lighting and, and michelle williams again as we said looks so good they know how to light these ladies yeah. man yeah oh, boy yeah and um, I wrote, I feel like this is the first glimpse we get that Michelle Williams will go on to be nominated for multiple Oscars. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> She's so good. I know. Yeah. She delivers. Yeah. Yeah. Episode three is one we all should have known. <laughs> I know. That Michelle Williams is going to be Oscar nominated at some point. Um, and so Dawson like explains the the motivation, the scene, like the emotions, you know, like her boyfriend was just killed, but he she loved him. And yeah. like, you know, uh, she's sad, but he became like a science freak monster, like yeah. whatever. And, and just like, written all over her face. She's like, so she just pulls it off one take. Yeah. She gets it in. Because he's just filming like a shot of her reaction. Yeah. She doesn't have any lines or anything. Yeah. And then he says, you know, cut and print. Yeah. Because she nails it. She nails it. And she <laughs> says, sadness is my specialty. I love Deborah Lynn oh, too. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Jen. Like there's so much we don't know about Jen still. Yeah. And I feel like I was like in that moment, I was like, oh, right. Because we don't know that also much about so Jen. She was like, are you sure the first shot time? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. she's a little bit unsure of herself. Yeah. And like, he's like, no, you got it. You nailed, nailed it, it. You know? nailed it so then he comes over to her and it's like it is it's very romantic i mean i will say the whole scene is very romantic yeah yeah and like he sets it up in this way this cinematic moment yeah and he so then he says to her well it'd be a waste to wait yeah for this production like yeah. we should sit and watch the sunset right and then he leans in to kiss her and she realizes that the camera's the still camera's on, on. Which, like, at the time, <laughs> I was, like, laughing probably. Yeah, yeah. But now, like, given the, 
you know, way social medias and everything. Yeah. You read all these stories of like girls being sexually assaulted in high school and like there's like videos going right. around which you're like, okay, first of all, that's child pornography. So it's illegal. Yeah. Put all these people in jail, but I don't believe in jail, so I feel complicated. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so like someone being videotaped against their wishes. Yeah. Is like I, I can like, tell. I feel like it's it seems clear to me that he just like didn't turn off the camera. Oh, really? And, like, yeah. I know I read thought. it that he wanted video to like learn from it. Oh, that's interesting. I always just thought like he just forgot to turn off the camera and it was just on. Maybe I'm naive. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I say that out loud <laughs> that he wanted to learn naive. from it. He wanted mm-hmm. to know like, OK, like, huh. oh, I turned my head this way. I want to like yeah. I want to I want to be better. And like, yeah. was that was that cinematic enough? Huh. Interesting. That's really interesting. Because she scolds him and he's like, no, 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 right. no, no. I was just and he's like trying to he doesn't say, oh, I just I didn't know. I just he's, yeah. he he never says that. He's yeah, like trying right. to find the words for it. And he like says like something on the long lines of like, no, no, I'm a good guy. Right. Which like, Ugh. Ugh. you do not get to label yourself. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. OK, yeah, you're you, I think you're probably right. I It always felt to me like he just forgot. But I, I when I say that out loud to myself now, that feels naive. So maybe it's yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> We cut back to the Joey. rich guy playing the violin. Rich guy's playing the violin again <laughs> on a boat. I mean, what else do rich people do? Yeah. Um, and Joey sort of walks down and tells he um he tells her that he leaves he's leaving tomorrow. Yeah, the next day. But he's he goes to New York all the time. Right. And, you know, maybe we could go dancing at the rainbow room. And mm-hmm. then Joey says she prefers boulet. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna like I do have to travel to New York quite a bit, but I have no idea about anything. I, so I don't know what these mean. <laughs> no, I. that's what I said. I was like, are we just supposed to like, is this an East Coast, West Coast thing where people just on the yeah. East Coast like no <laughs> random spots Bolet in New is. York? Yeah. Or like, I don't even know what the Rainbow Room is. Like, I mean, I mean, I know what the Rainbow here. Bar Grill is. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, they're just like just throwing out these places yeah. where like <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's alluded to that Boulay is, Maybe is not what she thinks it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Anderson gives her Joey slash Deborah his number and then they kiss. And yeah. my question is this Joey's first kiss? I mean, it felt like no, but I kind of feel like yes. Okay. So I think this is her first romantic kiss. Okay. Because in the last episode, she kisses um, Pacey in the movie. She sort of shies away from kissing Pacey in the movie. Yeah, but they but, kiss. Yeah. They, their lips touch. Sure. But this definitely feels like her first romantic kiss. Okay. And it is cinematic. I, I mean, like I said, they know how to light these folks, man. Well, it's in like the whole storyline of her is like a script Dawson would have written. Totally. And like it's very they kiss and she's like, he's like, do you want me to walk you somewhere? And she says, no, no, you just stay there in the moonlight. Yeah. Where you're supposed to be. Right. So she can sort of file this away. She's literally like, and (laughs) (laughs) you know, like she becomes the Dawson. Yeah. 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 I never thought about it that way, but that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Well, and then he, yeah. So he asked her to stay. Yeah. And then Uh she, um, oh, and then we cut back to, to Jen and Dawson. Right. And Jen is pissed, Mm -hmm. pissed and yelling at him. Yeah. And um, she didn't consent to that. Yeah, you're very right. <laughs> she yeah. 
literally is like you're trying to film a private moment between right. us. And he says his intentions are honorable, to which I said eye roll. Uh-huh. And she just calls him out. She's like, you're overzealous. And he sort of says that she scares him and that, like, you know, he feels like if he doesn't kiss her soon, he'll explode, <laughs> which that is fucking garbage. He blames his behavior on her. Yeah. That's what it, that's what's garbage. Yeah. No, it's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm a good guy. You scare me. It's you. Yeah. Anyway. And then she says that he's built this kiss up so much. And, you know, now she's scared. I would feel scared. Yeah. I would feel super uncomfortable. And also, like, this person is constantly trying to make these, like, grand romantic moments. And sometimes first kisses are just fucking weird. Sometimes they're terrible. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah. Just get it over with, man. Kind of, you know. (laughs) As long as she consents to it. Right, 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 right. Both parties consent to it. I mean, obviously, I'm sympathizing with her the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. His unwillingness to listen to her point of view, it's really hard. It is hard. I agree. So then we cut back to um, Joey, yeah, who gets in the car with and Bodie and Bessie. She has Anderson's phone number in her hand, like written on a piece of paper. And she asks Bodie about mm-hmm. Boulay, mm-hmm. and he says it closed. Yeah. And then and she it, throws the number out the window. Yeah. Which is just like... Perfect. It is perfect, but also just like, I, there's a part of me that like, I get, I, I feel like I so understand Joey Potter. Mm. As the, like, small town girl Mm -hmm. who just wanted to be in a big city more than fucking anything else. Right. That's all I wanted when I was 15. I just wanted to be in San Francisco where Mm -hmm. there were, like, artists and queer people and, like, you know, people that I could, like, fucking relate to. So funny because San Francisco is not a big city. (laughs) Well, to me it was. (laughs) To me it was. And it was, that was before the tech shit. So, like, it was still, you know. Yeah, Charmy, I can't even go there now. It's like. I can't go there anymore. I'm In the 90s, that city meant the the absolute yeah. world to me. Yeah. Um, and so I really do understand it. And I understand, like, trying to be cool. And trying I guess to I be... just don't like that she had to be Deborah to be. And I agree with you. I don't think that that's wrong. I just, like, I understand because, like, I would try to sometimes be like, oh, I know these things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I used to, like, just, like, the depths of my nerdiness, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll sort of, like, reveal here, which is that... I did. I went to New York City for the first time when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And it was when New York City was still a little I bit mean, sketchy. Yeah. It was like in the in the in 97, yeah. 96. Yeah. And like, you know, there were still the clubs where the guys would stand outside and be like, girls, there's live girls here, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. And I walked into Times Square and I was like, whatever this disastrous wonderland is, I like want to be a part of it. Right. You know, just like. I, I have always been drawn to the seedier side of cities and, and mm-hmm. sort of the seedier side of humanity. Mm-hmm. I, so I would I went home from that and I would study these like maps of New York mm. and would know where places were. And like, oh, my God, I remember studying a map once and it said, you know, CBGBs. And it was like, this is where punk rock started. And I was right. like, oh, my God. And I, you know, then I would check out books right. from the UC Santa Cruz Library about CBGBs and mm-hmm. be like, okay, let me read everything there is to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, when you're yeah. in a small town, you don't get to actually experience it. You just have to read about it. Mm. And so, so there's that part of me with Joey where like I get clinging to like the three things you know and sort of like when it's outed, when you're outed as not actually 
knowing those things or mm-hmm. those being wrong it's being like like a worldly yeah it's like you're mortified and you just want to fucking crawl into a hole and be like oh god i'm such a like bumpkin <laughs> you know and and right. I, so i like so feel this moment yeah. of just like i'm gonna lose this number not that i thought she was ever gonna use it but like mm. i guess i feel like joey's so compartmentalized yes. that that's another what, thing we have in common. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what it kind of felt like to me was like, well, I did it. I had a romantic first kiss. Yeah. It was like a moment straight out of a movie. Sure. It was, you know, just sure. stay there so I can remember you like this in sure. the moonlight, you know? And it's like, it's, that stuff is easy. Not to give too much of myself away, but, uh, but yeah, feel that. Feel that on a deep level. Like, it's much harder to just be yourself. God, isn't it though? <laughs> Jesus. All right. So so then we cut back to Dawson and Jen. Yeah. Who. Um, they hear a car roll up. They hear a car roll up and they have to hide. They're like, run. And like, okay. So we didn't say, but Dawson has set up like a camera on a tripod. Yeah. And then like a, a monitor. A monitor. Yeah. And then in addition to like other gear or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a pretty. I'm like, where is the. Is there a generator? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there's some questions. Yeah. Some but, questions. Okay. You know. So he sort of like hides the, the like, camera. Grabs some of the stuff, but the monitor stays is where it still is. Still sitting there. Because it's pretty sizable and probably heavy. Yeah. And then they kind of like duck under something that is so clearly a set. I know. It's so funny. (laughs) I'm like, is that moss? Like what? It looks like it looks like the costume of the monster, like thrown over a box. Like like, it looks like it's supposed to be Spanish moss. Right. So then they they, it's sort of like it's the typical. They're kind of put together under duress and they look up at each other and realize how close they are and they kiss. And it's cute. It's a cute kiss. It is a good first kiss. It's a good first kiss. Michelle Williams. She nails it. He, like, so caresses good. him in a such authentic way. It's so way. sexy. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, she has, like, one finger on his cheek. And yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's a Girl, good you know how to do it. Yeah. She, she is so she sells good. It. She sells so it. So good. Give yeah. that woman a fucking Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And so then the camera, like, pans over the monitor. <laughs> to the monitor. And we see this this woman. And in, a shoulder. And a man, like, running yeah. And then a shoulder over the shoulder shot of the man and the woman is Miss Jacobs and she's making out. It's like a sexy scene. Yeah. She's like panting and yeah, and definitely like, there's there's something a, happening. There's coitus. Yeah. Yeah. Involved. And then it cuts to her face laying on the grass. And Pacey comes down behind her and cuddles with her and cuddles. <laughs> and then we cut to black. Uh, oh god it's so gross it's oh so my gross god. she looks like she's she's questioning it but stoked yeah she's questioning it but she had a good time and we're gonna um, we will delve into that later next episode oh my god so, so this is the thing yeah you would have seen that and then had to wait a whole week yeah how do you think you felt I, i'm not gonna tell you that i remember exactly how i felt of course but I think that I just like I was like I knew it was naughty, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand how wildly inappropriate it was. Right? You know, I knew it was like ooh, it's like 
a little bit, you know, yeah. oh, they have to be careful and oh, right. he's going to be in trouble. And like, I want to say, you know, at the beginning of this, I said that that it was the um, the opening of the Nagano Olympics, right. which means I probably I probably watched this on my I had a TV in my room mm-hmm. because my father and I used to fight over the TV. So mm-hmm. at a certain point, my mom just like bought me a TV. <laughs> I was like, good God, you two. Um, so they and my mother Enabled loves the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But my mother loves the Olympics. So I'm guessing they watched the opening ceremony mm. which means I watched this alone in my right. room yeah I know I was I didn't have a tv in my room neither me or my brother did yeah and I was as I was watching this I was like geez did did my parents watch this with right. me I'm gonna ask them I'm gonna ask too because my mom when I I loved 90210 uh-huh. but I, we were really young yeah when that show was yeah. on and my it's mom's like, thing was uh, you are right allowed here. to watch yeah. anything that you want but I'm gonna watch this show with you right and so I have these like vivid memories of like when Kelly ODs on diet pills uh-huh. like the conversation that my mother and I right. had about that yeah. about diet pills and like if if you take something that says it's all natural, it doesn't necessarily mean right. it's good for you. Like yeah. that conversation. Yeah, yeah. I I remember having the conversation when I'm so sorry to spoil a show that's 30 years old for everyone. <laughs> but like when Brenda and Dylan have sex that's with right. each other mm-hmm. and Brenda loses her virginity and my mom being like, this was a great way to do it. Yeah. And like was very much like, you know, this is a person who she is a, she can consent. They she, used a condom. She was ready. Yeah. She was ready. Mm-hmm. They had a good time. She's yeah. in a loving relationship. Like, mm-hmm. this is all good. This is good. Yeah. And so, so, so I remember those from 90210. Right. You know, my mom remembers Dawson's Creek. Right. And remembers me watching it. Right. But I'm not sure yeah, and I'm how much of it I watched at, on my parents, like on the TV in the living room. Yeah, because we had satellite TV growing up. So we had a lot of the East Coast feeds as well. Oh. When I was in, I know for sure when I was in high school, we had, we had satellite. Yeah. So there was like, we did, my brother and I watch a lot of shows like, you know, at five right. or six. Yeah. My dad would want to watch Law and Order and uh-huh. I would want to watch Friends and we would like, oh my God, we would just get into these <laughs> screaming fights. So crazy. And so my mom was just like, we're buying you a TV. <laughs> I'm pretty sure with our sat. Our satellite, it was like the Dish Network. Yeah, it was. I wanted to say it was a 12 inch TV. It's not like it was fancy. Right. But um, (laughs) I think that we did have like the proto TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's your parents would definitely. My dad's. Your dad would need to have that. Yeah. We, I mean, we definitely had it. I just don't remember if we had it my freshman year. My dad can't work a cell phone. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Dawson's Critique. We're posting there regularly. We really want to shout out and give a huge thank you to Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him at Go Freaking Crazy on Instagram. You can fo- you can follow my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley if you want to. <laughs> and uh, please write us a review, like us, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That helps us immensely. Uh, when you do that, we could not be more thankful. Um, if you want to email us and tell us what you liked or disliked about this episode um, of the show or want to, you know, add in something that you thought about this episode, uh, please email us at Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. Find me on social media at, at Pesty1079 on Instagram or Twitter. 
Um, we want to thank, as always, Andrew Bush at Cozy Crop for making our voices sound really good and uh, giving us the scoop on um, grow, what growing up in New England was like. Uh, Rare Bird can be found at Rare Bird Lit on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out Rare Bird Books rarebirdbooks.com for some great uh, books and books on vinyl and uh, this has been a rare bird production